0: yo what is going on everyone my name is nick or the notorious fantasy and in today's video i'm doing a half ppr 12 team mock draft on fantasypros.com if you guys would like to draft on here. The link is going to be down below in the description of the video. This is a 12-team mock draft, like I said, from the fifth overall position. I'm going to be trying to touch on half PPR, PPR, and standard mock drafts from a variety of different league sizes all summer long to help you guys win your fantasy football championships. So if you guys would like that, please make sure to click that subscribe button down below if you are new. So in this league, it is one quarterback, two running backs, two wide receivers, a tight end, kicker defense, six bench spots, and obviously a Flexed spots. So we are going to be using the composite ADP of all of these websites. So it's going to be Yahoo Sports ADP FanTracks and Fantasy Football Calculator to best give us the chance to see a draft. That what it's going to look like for you guys on draft day. Now I actually advise for you guys to use Fantasy Pros to draft a whole lot, but if you don't have the um, subscription that is like the Hall of Fame package, which is what I have, and if you want to buy that you can actually buy it down below with my code, but you can just draft on like NFL, ESPN, wherever you're going to have your actual draft for your final mock drafts. You have the best idea of what the ADP is going to be since you can actually see it on your screen of what it's going to look like on draft day. So we are at the fifth overall spot. So looking at the draft board before us, we see Chris McCaffrey, Saquon Barkley, Ezekiel Elliott, and Michael Thomas. A very typical first four picks of the draft. Typically you see the three running backs go and then you're either going to see a fourth or you're going to see Michael Thomas. Typically Michael Thomas goes from the four, five, six, seven range at the picks overall in the draft now in some leagues you're going to see people really hammer on the running backs and then they wait on Michael Thomas but in most time you're going to see Michael Thomas around this spot so now we are up this is a half PPR league I'm going to go ahead and hide the tiers to make it not hide the tiers. hide the drafted players to make it much easier for you guys to see now to me this pick is locked and loaded it is straight up easy town who I want to pick here the big three running backs have already been taken so I'm going to go ahead and take the fourth big running back in Alvin Kamara I believe Alvin Kamara. Is going to have yet another amazing year. Last year we out, we saw him play his floor year. There's um in fantasy football, people talk about floor and ceiling. The floor is kind of if the player plays shit, that's where he's going to play. Not necessarily shit, but where he he'll be fine right there. He played floor play last year. He he did the bit of foreplay on you before he fucked you over because he didn't play that great, but he was fine. You know he did good, and then you're going to see what the ceiling is. The ceiling for Alvin Kamara is the running back one. He's in a system in New Orleans where they're going to be giving the ball to him a whole shit shit ton. Sean Payton developed the team to do one thing. It's or actually three things. It's It's Drew Brees gets the ball. He either hands it to Alvin Kamara he throws it to Alvin Kamara or he throws it to Michael Thomas in like .7 seconds so that his ass doesn't get run over and put in a hospital because the guy is so old. So you're going to go ahead and draft Alvin Kamara here. I think this is a very safe pick, especially in a half PPR league. He is going to be seeing a bunch of dump-offs coming his way, as well as plays designed for him to get open down the field. The guy will absolutely murder a DB if you put him on to try to cover Alvin Kamara. So after we see, we go with Alvin Kamara, Dalvin Cook came off the board, followed by Devontae Adams, Derrick Henry, Joe Mixon, Nick Chubb, Tyreek Hill, D. Andre Hopkins, Josh Jacobs, Julio Jones, Aaron Jones, Chris Godwin, Lamar Jackson, Travis Kelsey, and Patty Mahomes. Now, like I say in all of these mock draft videos and in all of my videos, pretty much when we're talking about the drafts, the quarterbacks in your fantasy league will go at the most random spots. Now, if you've been playing with your friends for a while or with the people you've been playing with for a while, you may actually be able to figure out, hey, I know that these guys like to go quarterbacks early in the draft. I know that they might want to wait on quarterbacks. Now, if you're playing with new people, you probably have no idea. So the basic understanding is if these people are not very good at fantasy, the quarterbacks are going to go in the first two or three rounds. You're going to see Pat Mahomes Lamar Jackson come off the board. That's just how it's going to be. If you're playing a more experienced league, maybe round four is going to be where those quarterbacks go, but you never know, because the first pick of the draft could be someone picking Lamar Jackson, because they saw him on the cover of Madden. They see him absolutely skull-fuck the league all last, last season long, and then they think, oh, now I need to get Lamar Jackson. Please do not be that guy who drafts a quarterback in the first two rounds. The value at quarterback is so strong late that you're going to feel like a dumbass drafting one early when the season comes to a close when you miss out on that solid running back you could have got. Or even though I don't really advise drafting a wide receiver in the first round, you might just miss out on a guy like Devontae Adams who could potentially be the wide receiver one when the year comes to a close Travis Kelsey comes as well in the middle it was a sandwich of quarterbacks and then tight end right in the middle Travis Kelsey obviously going to be outstanding again this year I actually am kind of debating moving George Kittle up my rankings after we saw Debo Samuel's injury because if Debo Samuel is hurt for an extended amount of time George Kittle could really be the number one target for Jimmy Garoppolo something I also want to note in this draft is where are we going to see Cam Newton come off the board? i made a bunch i made two videos about cam newton getting signed to the new england patriots so i wonder where we see him go in this draft it should be updated he should be drafted in this draft does he get overdrafted by a lot of people i believe so in your real draft i think someone sees wham bam cam newton the super main and they try to draft him early and then they realize that hey maybe in my opinion i don't think cam newton is going to be that top 12 guy that some people may buy into personally but he obviously does have that upside being on the new england fuck Patriots and being a guy who we saw could be a top 10 quarterback, as well as being the NFL MVP just a couple of years ago. So now after that fucking rambling about Cam Newton, we're going to be talking about what we're going to be doing with the 208 pick. In this draft, I typically don't like being in this position if I'm being honest with you. In the drafts, I prefer to be towards the end of the draft. I don't like being towards the middle. I like having that swing pick, even at the beginning, you get that swing pick. So you'd be picking here, say you're like the 211, then you get the 302. So you're coming back to back, Michael Jordan 96 97. Whereas here, I'm kind of just stuck just fingering my own ass for the fucking whole draft while I'm just sitting there in the middle having just a grand old time so as we can see here now we're looking at more running backs we always already got our main running back early in the draft that's the whole goal of the draft is to get a running back in the first round but obviously you can go ahead and pick a wide receiver too i would not judge you there but at the 105 typically i want to go ahead and get that running back so now my advice for everyone is to go two running backs in the first three rounds whether that means going running back wide receiver running back wide receiver running back running back any type of order you want to put that in that is my advice so looking at the running back core here kenyon drake miles sanders austin eckler C. H. Leonard, Fournette. Todd Gurley, and then at wide receiver, we see Kenny Jesus, Kenny Galladay, the guy who plays the sacks, Mike Evans, Allen Robinson, so a bunch of solid players at each position, but to me, this is a clear pick. Now, I know most people actually are very off of my take on Austin Eckler. I personally believe Austin Eckler is a top 10 running back. I think he has top 5 potential. Now, I understand Tyrod Taylor is not the king of the dump-off, but I kind of had a video about Austin Eckler called Austin Eckler Player Outlook, and I talk about this and really debunk this with Tyrod Taylor, Lashawn McCoy was a top 10 running back two years in a row, so he can clearly still dump off the ball. He knows how to hand the fucking ball off to Austin Eckler, and Austin Eckler is going to be getting these designed plays on offense to get him the ball. The coaches are gonna design plays to holy shit. Let me get the best player or the second best player on the team the ball. I guess the best player might be Keen now, but get him the ball. Make sure he can get out open in space because he can take the ball from being fucking on your own 20 to taking it straight to the house because he is that skilled of a player. I think Austin Eckler is going to be seeing a ton of dump offs, and in a half PPR league, you wanna make sure you can benefit off of getting a guy who you think is going to be catching a bunch of passes in your games obviously for you so right now through two rounds we have Alvin Kamara and Austin Eckler a very solid start to our team if you guys have enjoyed the video thus far please make sure to click that subscribe button so I'm with Austin Eckler George Kittle comes next so we see the big two tight ends come off the board in the second round typically you're going to see the big two tight ends and the big two quarterbacks come around the second and third round so after we see George Kittle we see Kenyon Drake, Miles Sanders, Kenny Galladay, Leonard Fournette, Mike Evans, Alan Robinson, and Amari Cooper. Now, while I typically like to focus on my own team, since we're drafting against the computer, I actually want to talk about this. Now, this team construction really confused me. It's the team before me, Gronky Kong, Michael Thomas, George Kittle, Amari Cooper. If you're going to go with Michael Thomas, why are you going with fucking George Kittle next? You already have your safety Play now, you go for running backs. You hammer down the running backs instead. He goes George Kittle, and then he goes a wide receiver that I think fucking sucks. Well, he doesn't actually suck as a player, but he's just very inconsistent. And I think when you're drafting a guy in the third round, you're not trying to draft the guy who's going to be a risk to your roster every other week because the guy goes in he's out, he's in, he's out, he's in, he's out, but not he's not out of the game, he just gets taken out of the game and plays like absolute shit, and then the next week he just dominates, so he's a very confusing player to have on your team, so looking at the board right now, we obviously have Alvin Kamara and Austin Eckler, so we could really go any way here for running back and wide receiver, I really preach waiting on tight end or quarterback till the later rounds, right now if you wanted to go tight end going Mark Andrews obviously wouldn't be, would be the best move obviously, I really like Mark Andrews, and then for the tight ends, I just wait, I don't know if you guys have noticed this if you're new to the videos you probably have no idea but in a lot of my videos if I don't draft a guy like Mark Andrews in the third round I just completely say fuck the tight end position not draft the one the fifth sixth or seventh I typically then go for like an eighth ninth or tenth round pick there for the tight end position so looking at the board Juju Odell Adam Thielen DJ Moore AJ Brown Cooper Cup Calvin Ridley all still available for wide receivers For running backs, it's starting to really fall off. C.E.H., and then it's going to be a bit of a mess besides Le'Veon Bell to me and Chris Carson for guys that are still available. So I'm going to go ahead and dip back into the running back well. Now, I understand going three running backs in a row to many people might sound crazy. Nick, you have to start two wide receivers, but you also need to start a flex. And my flex all season long can be a running back, and that could be just as good as having a wide receiver there, if not better. If the three running backs, that I draft early hit, like I believe they will. So looking at the reasoning of doing that, like I said, the running backs kind of fall off. The wide receivers run deep. You know how some people in the rap songs, you know, you listen to what they say, my squad run deep the fucking wide receivers run deep that's what they do, there's so many of them that have top 10 potential you could literally name 30 wide receivers that you think could finish inside of the top 10 and I wouldn't even fucking hate it, because there's so many guys at running back, it really falls off a goddamn click, so I'm gonna go ahead and draft CEH here, Clyde Edwards Hilaire out of the Kansas City Chiefs now I understand, there's going to be people who are big worried about Clyde Edwards Hilaire, very big worried, because they're thinking Dame Dalla, Dan what was his name? They called him fucking Dame. Playoff Dame. Playoff Dame. Damian Williams was playing good last year in the playoffs, and when he was healthy, he was playing good. But what you have to understand is Clyde Edwards-Hilaire could catch passes and run circles around him. He's going to. He was drafted in the first round of the NFL draft because Pat Mahomes and Andy Reid the Walrus believe that he is going to be a vital piece of this offense, and I think why the fuck not in the third round draft a guy like Clyde Edwards-Hilaire who potentially could be drafted in your league early in the second round, if I'm being completely honest with you. Had he not have been there, I would have happily have went with Le'Veon Bell as well. I really think Le'Veon Bell is one of the safest running backs for fantasy football in 2020. We saw him have a down year last year, and I think even with the coaching system, because Adam Gase sucks fucking absolutely he's fucking terrible he's too busy snorting the coke to be worried about his fucking NFL team and he's terrible he just doesn't know how to design these plays for Le'Veon Bell but it doesn't matter because Le'Veon Bell's fine he finished as a top 20 running back now he's going at a discount last year drafted him in the first round so people fucking hate him because oh my god I drafted David or not David Johnson David Johnson too people fucking hate that guy oh my god I drafted Le'Veon Bell in the first round last year and he fucking raw dogged me Nick he fucked me right in the ass and they get pissed off Don't worry about that. Don't worry about the fact that he screwed you over... Throw that out there, you know, you look at the stats, and you can see that he has room to improve, and he could be better, especially with a better offensive line this year. While I don't think the Jets are going to be any good, I think Le'Veon Bell still could be good. So looking at our team right now, we have Alvin Kamara, Austin Eckler, and CEH. So looking at the board after one, CEH, Adam Thielen, Cooper Cup, Chris Carson, OBJ, Mark Andrews, Melvin Gordon, DJ Moore, AJ Brown, Zach Ertz, Le'Veon Bell, Cortland Sutton, Juju Smith Todd Gurley, and Calvin Ridley. Something interesting to note: after you see someone pick Cooper Cup, typically you see Robert Woods come around a within the next round because once someone picks the one guy, everyone goes, "Holy shit! I remember how good Robert Woods was down the stretch," and then they pick him. I like Robert Woods. That's just an, just, just something I notice. It's not like taking a shit on Robert Woods. So also something to note here is I'm I'm going to be honest with you guys. I am very off of Odell Beckham Jr. I just am. I really believe that the Browns are going to run the ball so much that I can't fathom a reason in drafting a guy like Odell Beckham Jr. when they're going to run the ball so much. I just don't understand it. The guy had a down the year last year. People were going to talk, oh, he's going to come back up. I really just don't believe it. Now, something else to talk about here. Smile for the Kamara. Haha, <laughs> funny joke. Fantasy pros, they got Nick Chubb, Aaron Jones, Mark Andrews, and Le'Veon Bell. That is a perfect use of drafting a tight end in the third round, I don't like Aaron Jones. There was a zillion running backs that he could have replaced Aaron Jones with, but I still think that that is a solid team. That's a way that I like to draft if I go ahead and draft a tight end. So now, we're going to go ahead and be attacking the wide receiver position. I just talked about the guy that I actually want here, and that's Robert Woods. I believe has top 12 potential. We saw down the stretch last season, Robert Woods was absolutely eviscerating defenses. I think we see a similar look to Robert Woods this season in 2020. I think he really steps up and plays even better than we saw last year especially now with Brandon Cooks moving out of there, and they're going to be doing the 12 personnel with two tight ends out there, obviously one to block, probably to help fucking Jared Goff not get put on his ass because that offensive line is not very good. So we'll see more opportunity for Robert Woods, just like we saw deep late in the last season when they started using the 12 personnel situation over there in L.A. So after we drafted Robert Woods, Keenan Allen, Devontae Parker, Tyler Lockett, Marky Mark Ingram, Dak Coldop, Prescott, T.Y. Hilton, Jonathan Taylor, Devin Singletary. I'm going to be honest with you guys. Mark Ingram in the fourth round is a big fucking yikes. I don't want anything to do with that. I think J.K. Dobbins behind him could potentially pull his way past the guy. I'm just kind of worried about that, to be honest with you. And then we see T.Y. Hilton, terrible fucking pick. I really don't think he's going to have a bounce back here. He's been riddled with injury, and I just really don't trust him. And Tyler Lockett comes in the fourth round. Now we're going to see his boy D.K. Metcalf come probably within this fifth round. They, just like with Robert Woods, And with Cooper Cup, they go right next to each other. You see Lockett come off the board, boom, Metcalf comes a couple picks later. Now, something I want to actually talk about is how Metcalf in a lot of drafts goes above Tyler Lockett. Personally, I believe Tyler Lockett is the safer play, but I do like both of those guys, even in a run-heavy type of system, which is kind of funny because I don't like fucking Odell on the Browns, just strictly because I don't think Odell is really going to be able to do anything this year. So now looking at the wide receivers, we've already got a three running backs. We're probably going to dip back into the running back. Well, after we get another wide receiver, so looking at the wide receivers, baby shark, do do do, do, do baby shark, Terry McLaurin, DK Metcalf, Stephon Diggs, Jarvis, AJ Green, Tyler, yeah, Boyd all still available. But to me, you can actually make an argument for either of these picks. Now, in a lot of these drafts, I actually pick Terry McLaurin. I love Terry McLaurin. This guy is going to tear it up this year. He has so much upside in Washington. But you could also argue the same thing for DJ Chark. Both teams have absolutely booty cheeks of defenses. Both teams are going to have to be throwing the ball a whole lot. So I'm going to go with DJ Chark this time. Personally, I like uh, Terry McLaurin slightly better, but I believe in drafts, if you're doing multiple leagues, you should try to diversify the revenue, as Nick Arcolano says on YouTube. He'll tell you, look, you you don't want to put all your eggs in one basket, and I believe that's true. You want to draft different guys in different leagues. you both? If you like both of them, why not switch it up in both leagues even if you like a guy somewhat a little bit less. So DJ Chark for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Gardner Minshew is bike as the quarterback. Obviously, it was Minshew mania all last season long. DJ Chark came out of nowhere. Everyone was saying, who the fuck is this guy like they were Conor McGregor? And DJ Chark comes out there and just butt fucks defenses all season long. Kind of like what Terry McLaurin did last year, but except for for him, I feel like you just know They're going to be bad. Well, you know the Washington Redskins are going to be bad, too, but at least I feel a bit more confident in the quarterback play. I think Hashkins isn't completely garbage, but I think that Minshew Mania might actually be slightly better than Mr. Dwayne Hashkins. Now we are about halfway through the draft in the sixth round. Actually, not really halfway, but kind of, you know, halfway there. I'm not very good at math. With that said, after we went with DJ Chark, James Conner came out the board, followed by David Johnson, Stefan Diggs, Darren Waller, DK Metcalf, Kyler Murray, Deshaun Watson, David Montgomery, Raheem Mostert, Russell Wilson, Josh Allen, Debo, A.J. Green, Terry McLaurin. So we saw kind of a quarterback run mixed in with some running backs. We saw four quarterbacks go within six picks. You guys are going to have to be getting used to that. The quarterbacks fly off the board later in the draft. You're going to see huge runs of this, and you're not going to want to hop on the runs. You're not going to want to try to take a shit in the middle of the draft. Obviously, that's not what I'm talking about. The runs of players going in the draft. The reason why this, these runs happen with quarterbacks is because people don't take quarterbacks for a decent amount of time, and then he, they see one call off the board, and then they panic. They think, holy shit, I'm not going to be able to get the quarterback that I want. I'm going to miss out on a tier of player. That's what you don't want to do. You don't want to just jump on there. You just wait. You get your value at running back or wide receiver, and then you hop back on the quarterbacks later. So that's why Terry McLaurin falls to the sixth round at that spot, because there was a quarterback run. Things like that happen. That's when value is created in the next round after that. So, looking at our team, we got Alvin Kamara, Austin Eckler, Robert Woods, DJ Chark, and CEH. So now you can go either way, wide receiver or running back, but I like to build more running backs over wide receivers on a roster because the running backs are going to fall the fuck off, whereas there's a lot of these guys coming in the next couple of rounds at wide receiver that I still think have top upside to be a great flex option or even a solid wide receiver too on many weeks. So looking at our looking at the board right now for running backs, DeAndre Swift, Cam Akers, Kareem Hunt, Darius Guy, Sony Michelle, Keyshawn Vaughn, James White. Now with this Cam Newton news, I'm really starting to like Mr. James White. Now we're not going to pick him here, but I think he could be a pick a couple of rounds from now. So right here you have to make a true and honest decision that is going to be tough for you. Do you take the risk of Cam Akers who could potentially be the workhorse in LA, or do you go with the safer pick of Kareem Hunt, who if Nick Chubb gets hurt, will be a workhorse, and if Nick Chubb doesn't get hurt, will still be getting a solid opportunity to touch the ball, and could be a great flex option for your team, or even an RB2 in tougher type of situations, so you have to figure out what risk you're willing to take, do you want to risk it, do you want to go a bit safer, let me know in the comments down below if you guys would rather draft Cam Akers or Kareem Hunt, they're pretty close in my ranking, so I'd actually love to hear what you'd say, but I will go with Kareem Hunt here, I will try to go with a safer type of pick at running back in case ceh kind of shits the bed while i think he's a safer type of pick i do kind of worry about damian williams for the first couple of weeks really balling out and then eventually we see ceh really have the takeover a couple weeks into the season so after we went with my man karate kick kareem hunt cam akers came out the board followed by hunter henry evan ingram michael gallup javis landry deandre swift Um, Matt Ryan, and Drew Brees. So a lot of quarterbacks have came off the board, but we're still going to continue... Waiting on that position. So, right now, we're probably going to go ahead and hammer a wide receiver and then go a bunch of running backs in a row because I really like one running back that is still available that I think will be able to come back to us. Wide receiver still available. You see Tyler Boyd, Julian Edelman, Marquise, Hollywood Brown, Marvin Jones, Will Fuller. So, a bunch of solid options here, but I think you are going to want to go with a pick here that's a bit kind of, you know, not many people are actually talking about this guy. Now, I'm going to talk about all of these guys so you guys can get the info on all these players. So, Tyler. Boyd, to me, is my favorite. I, he's had two 1,000-yard seasons in a row. The guy's been tearing it up. He's better with A.J. Green on the field versus without, but with AJ, without A.J. Green on the field, he's still good. Julian Edelman now gets that boost of Cam Newton because you feel like you feel more confident in the quarterback. Hollywood Brown is a huge upside play. You throw him in your lineup, and that guy could fuck a defense down and win you your week. It's strictly based off of having a dominant game based on his speed. Marvin Jones, a safe pick for Detroit. Might play 13 games, but will be dominant in a lot of those games Will Fuller obviously you deal with the kind of injury concerns with him same thing goes with Brandon Cooks but you bake that in there that's why they go late and they definitely have some upside potentially one of them could be the wide receiver one in targets for Deshaun Watson then you get you fall down to guys like Christian Kirk John Brown who I wouldn't be targeting here so I'm gonna go ahead and get my guy Tyler Boyd but I do think all of those guys that I mentioned could be solid picks here in the seventh round. So after him, my man, Tyler. Yeah, Boyd. Hollywood Brown came off of the board, and then there's gonna be a bunch of picks, obviously, after that. So Hollywood Brown, A.A. Rod Rogers, which is a terrible pick. Julian Edelman, Darius Geis, Well Fuller, Brandon Cooks, Darius Slayton, Sony Michelle, Damian Williams, Christian Kirk. Marlon Mack, Marvin Jones, on Johnson, Mike Williams. Mike Williams going early in the eighth round. Typically, Mike, Wall- Mike Williams is a guy you see deeper into the draft, so kind of scary if he's going to be screaming up those draft boards for a guy that I really liked as a deeper type of sleeper. Now the pick is kind of easy, I kind of, uh, you know, I fucking hit him with the whoop-de-wop, I thought, hey, the wide receiver that I want is not going to be there on the backup, I took a risk, so I took the wide receiver, and a bunch of them went, so this was the right move, now we can go ahead and get my man James White, now with Cam Newton, Cam Newton in 2018 was the reason why CMC broke it, not necessarily why, because CMC is a fucking beast, but he would dump the ball off, and you want to know who's going to dump the ball off to, James fucking White, James White was has been dominant, in fancy for the last couple of years due to TB12, Tampa Bay, Tom Brady dumping the ball off a zillion times. I think we could see that with Cam Newton this year. So we're still going to continue to wait on the quarterback train, but it is the ninth round. But if we're being honest with you, Hayden Hurst is going to scream up these draft boards. He's going to be a guy you have to attack ninth or 10th round. And I'm going to go ahead and make sure I get a guy who I believe has top five tight end potential in Atlanta. Dirk Cutter loves He's the offensive coordinator. He loves to get the tight end involved. He had Austin Hooper ball out in just 13 games. If Hayden Hurst can play 16, he might have that top four potential. The guy is a beast, and the system loves to throw the ball to the tight end, as does Mr. Matty Ice Ice Baby. Down, 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 down. Interesting to note, actually, before we go over the picks, they have Cam Newton ranked as quarterback number 19, so we may actually not see him get drafted until even later than I thought. He may actually get picked around like the 10th or 11th round. So after one with Hayden Hurst, Starling Shepard came at the board, followed by Philip Lindsay, me, Cole Hardman, Jordan Howard, Pittsburgh Steelers defense. Don't draft the defense before the last two rounds. I'll explain you how to, dra- how to draft the defense later. Keyshawn Vaughn, Alshon Jeffrey, James crowder J.K. Dobbins, Sammy Watkins. Baltimore Ravens, Tevin Coleman, Alexander Madison, Tyler Higby. Dobbins is not going to go in the 10th round. I'm just going to tell you that right now. He has amazing potential on a super run heavy team. He'll probably be like a seventh round pick. Alexander Madison in the 10th round. That's kind of late for him, considering a lot of people are kind of worried about the holdout situation. And I am too, to be honest with you. I don't know what's going to happen with Dalvin Cook. I didn't even notice at the 8-11, someone took the San Francisco defense. Don't be doing that either. That guy's the biggest idiot of the draft because he took the tight or no, took the defense first no one's taking a kicker yet though so we are in the 10th round and around here is when I start looking for quarterback so right here I see there is kind of a tear break right here so I'm gonna go ahead and get Tom Brady while normally in fantasy I like to attack a running type of quarterback but this offense is just way too good for it not to work out it it seems too good to be true but it just can't be Chris Godwin Mike Evans Gronk OJ Howard Keyshawn fucking Vaughn he has so many guys to throw the ball to It has to be good. Tom Brady is still good. He was just kind of limited by the fact that Bill didn't want him to throw the ball as much. So I think we see Tom Brady absolutely tear it up this year. And not even that Bill didn't want him to throw it too much. It's just his wide receivers just weren't as good as you typically see out of the Patriots. Because Tom Brady could turn anyone who's fucking some random lacrosse player that Bill Belichick finds on the street into a beast in the Super Bowl. But now he's finding these guys who are already beasts now he has in um, Tampa Bay with Bruce Arians so now we are looking at the draft board we're almost done with the draft we got three picks left and we got to draft a defense and a kicker but we obviously do that last Latavius Murray Tariq Cohen Darrell Henderson Golden Tate Robbie Anderson Henry Ruggs Anthony Miller and the Buffalo Bills defense all come off the board so now it's time to take some shots on some late round wide receivers that I think have some big potential this year And speaking of the Patriots, I like my guy Nikhil Harry here now. He had no opportunity last season to get it done like you thought he would have been able to. He gets hurt before preseason. He misses a bunch of games. And then he comes in and Tom Brady, you know what Tom Brady does? He does the, I have no idea who you are. We haven't really practiced, so I'm not going to throw you the ball. That's what Tom Brady does. He relies on the chemistry. He didn't have the chemistry with Nikhil Harry. But now, obviously, it's a whole new year. He's going to have all of the preseason, all of the offseason. That's going to start, I believe, at the end of July. So he should be fine. We're going to see Nikhil Harry have a breakout season this year. I honestly believe it, even though I don't believe Cam Newton is the best passer we've ever seen grace the NFL. I think that he's obviously a step up from Jarrett Stidham. So after we went with that pick, we're probably still going to dip into back and forth between running backs and wide receivers because I typically don't draft two quarterbacks or two tight ends in a 12-team league. I just don't believe you have to. You just cut someone, add a new quarterback when Tom's on by week 13, you cut a tight end or some random person on your roster, and they get a tight end Week 10 from Hayden Hurst. As long as Hayden Hurst isn't the bust, then obviously you just fucking drop Hayden Hurst after a couple of weeks of disappointing. Nikhil Harry, after one we with him. Chicago Bears defense, Justin Jefferson, Jared Cook, Jalen Reger, Zach Moss, D. Sean Jackson, Austin Hooper, Duke Johnson, New England Patriots defense, Preston Williams, Adrian Peterson, Vikings defense, Wentz, Tony Pollard. Funny thing to note, actually, about this draft is that there's someone named Deshaun Jackson who went in the 11th round. Now, I made a video about underappreciated players, I believe it was called, and Deshaun Jackson is one of them because week one, this guy is dominant every year, week one, so if you draft him around 11 you know for sure you got a guy you throw in your flex and he could win you week one straight up because the guy's a god week one but then he always ends up getting hurt so that's obviously worrisome I just thought it was interesting to note that pick and the pick before Zach Moss who I really love I think could really be seeing a dominant amount of touches in that Bills offense maybe not really dominant but like a 45 to 55 split share with Devin Singletary so now it is time to either pick another running back or another wide receiver like we said so first we're to go ahead and get a running back that I think might have some upside given something happens. I think if Miles Sanders was to get hurt, right now there's no one behind Miles Sanders besides Boston Scott who I think could really take that role. And if that was to happen to Miles Sanders, I think Boston Scott could be a straight-up league winner off of that because of how talented the guy really is, and we saw it last year a bit. Even though no one was really hurt, he was still playing after when it was just him and Miles Sanders because all the other running backs ended up fucking perishing away. They got Thanos snapped out of existence. After that, we Boston Scott, we see Curtis Samuel, Philip Rivers, Naheem Hines, Gronk, M- Mr. Chase Edmonds, Matthew Snapback, Justin Jackson, call me this Jackson, and Jamal Williams. I actually don't understand who the dumb fuck is who took Phillip Rivers over Matthew Stafford because Matthew Stafford if he doesn't get hurt last year, would have been a top 12 quarterback, would have been maybe a top 6 quarterback, because he was on MV pace when he, B, MVP pace when he was healthy. I believe he played, out of his 8 games, he played 5 games, he was inside of the top 6, so the guy was straight up dominant last season. Now we're going to get our Mr. Irrelevant pick, but he's not so relevant. It's going to be Mr. Brandon I Uke, who is going to step in for, obviously, Debo Samuel. We don't know right now. It's obviously June right now. You guys I think are watching this July 1st, the day my draft guide is going to drop, so make sure you check that out if I didn't say that already. I don't think I did. That's going to be There's going to be a video about that later in today, but we don't know right now if Debo is going to be healthy for the start of the season, so right now I take Ayuk off of that hunch that I think he might miss a couple of games, and the fact that I think he has a build similar to Debo Samuel where he could really ball out in that system of the 49ers with Mr. Jimmy Guwop. So after we went with Brandon Ayuk, Antonio Gibson, Chiefs defense, A.J. Dillon, Baker, the faker, Mayfield, Rashad Penny, who I don't understand drafting, Devontae Parker, not Devontae Parker, Devontae Freeman, who I don't understand drafting, Booker McFarlane's son, Anthony McFarlane, Justin Tucker, the fucker, Big Ben Roethlisberger, Ryan Tannehill, old man Larry Fitz, Damian Harris, Rock Armstead, Justice Hill. Now it's time to draft our kicker, end our defense so the way you draft a kicker and defense is you're going to be drafting a defense based off of a guy who has an easy week one matchup the chargers are playing cincinnati week one against joe burrow in his rookie season i think joe burrow might falter in that game and the chargers have a good defense so that's how you do it it's pretty fucking simple you just draft a defense with an easy week one matchup and then you know what you do at the end of week one you cut ties with them As long as they, if they have a good matchup week two, you keep them against a bad offense, but then you cut ties with them and you find a new one based off of a video I'm going to make every single week of which defense to pick up of them for kicker. You're just going to pick, I'm going to make a kicker ranking video probably in August, but you just pick the guy that you think is going to do the best. I'm going to go with Kayemi Fairbairn because I think the fact is that the Houston Texans are going to be in field goal range a lot and they're going to have to be kicking a ass load of field goals due to the fact that I think DeAndre Hopkins not being there is going to hurt them a lot. So our team finishing, we got a B rating, but that doesn't really matter too much. You shouldn't really buy all in to the grade because you get an F on the grade and still win your fucking league due to the things you do during the season so it shouldn't really matter too much, I'm going to make myself a bit bigger here as I explain my team so, our finishing roster to recap we have our starting quarterback Tom Brady our two starting running backs are Alvin Kamara and Austin Eckler, our two starting wideouts are Robert Woods and Baby do Baby Chuck. our tight end is Hayden Hurst, our flex is Collide Edwards Lair, our defense is the LA Chargers, our kicker is Kaemi Fairbairn our bench is comprised of Karate Kick Kareem Hunt, Tyler, yeah Boyd J Jay- James White, Nikhil Harry, Boston Scott, and Brandon Ayuk, so if you guys did end up enjoying this video, please make sure to slap that subscribe button, make sure to click on one of the videos that's on your screen, make sure to know that I fucking love you, and I'll see you guys later with some draft guide information, and I'll see you tomorrow with yet another banger of a video, goodbye guys, I love you all.